When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And, of course, don't forget about uh, our friends over at Aqueduct Plumbing Company. Billy, Mary, everybody over there, they are great. We love them, and they have been big supporters of ours for a long time. Aqueduct Plumbing Company. You can find them, of course, uh, online at aqueductplumbingcompany.com. 281-488-6238, aqueductplumbingcompany.com. They are at your disposal. Greatest moments in Houston sports history. Greatest moments, singular moments. Now it's hard to define these. Like I'm not going to include championships. So hey, when they won, when the Astros won the game in 2017, I'm not talking that. I am talking singular moments, individual moments in games, plays that are considered the great moments in Houston sports history. I was trying to think of these earlier today, and what I've come up with so far is that from a defensive standpoint. I can't think of a better defensive play in a big game situation than was made by Chaz in that one. I can think of plays that were made against the Astros in big games, like Jim Edmonds making that diving catch in the gap in Game 7 in 2004, for instance. But up until that point, there really hasn't been that kind of famous marquee defensive play. There have been some nice ones, but not one that you go, holy shit, that saved everything, right? You didn't get those, or you didn't get you know that kind of play, or that or a Jeter flip type play that you know defensively alters everything. Or a uh, uh, who was it that was it? Indy Chavez who robbed Scott Rowland in the 2006 LCS uh, and, and took a home run away over the left field fence at Shea Stadium. Plays like that, I couldn't think of any from the Astros defensively that stood out to me that way. So given the moment given the impact in the game, given what happens if he doesn't make that play, that is easily the most important defensive play that has ever been made by a member of the Houston Astros, given the game, everything. But where does it rank among individual plays? Again, not championships won. Now, if the play won you the championship, then fine. But hey, the Rockets winning their second title. Okay, that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is individual plays, like Hakeem's block, that would be one of them. That saved a game. Mario Eli, the kiss of death. That won a game. Plays like that that you look at. Football-wise, there aren't that many of them. Like maybe Earl's run, and that's just a famous play, but that's not like it was a playoff game that won anything for you. It was just Monday Night Football. He's gone. He's gone, said Howard Cosell. Football, there aren't a lot of those moments. If we were to look at football and say Texans, which, again, I, to a lot of you would be laughable and I would get that, but there were some big plays that were made by the Texans in that 2010, or really 11, 12, 13 era when the team was you know, first becoming prominent and winning games and going to the playoffs. There are two that stand out to me, though, two huge plays in that era that stand out to me. One is the J.J. Watt pick six near halftime of the first Bengals home playoff game. It's the first playoff game. They're playing the Bengals. I think at the time it's maybe they might be. I forgot what the score was. They were there was like ten to nine might have been the score at the time, or ten to seven, or seven to three. I don't remember what the score was. 
But the game itself was tight, and it was a little back and forth. Not even back and forth, just kind of a low-scoring type of game. And it was the end of the half, and the Bengals are, are running a play. They're kind of deep in their own zone. They could just sit on it and take it to half, close game, see what happens in the second. J.J. Watt makes one of his monster plays where he intercepts the pass from the, at the line of scrimmage, basically, and returns it for a touchdown. Texans never look back. They win that game. Now, that's a positive play. Now, you can look at singular negative plays and find a bunch. That same playoff, the next week, Jacoby Jones drops a punt against Baltimore. That is a marquee play. It arguably cost them the game. But in a positive way, football-wise, all I can think about, and I don't have a great recollection of all the things in the era of the Oilers, uh, you know, of the, the 80s and 90s Oilers, all I know is that they gagged a lot in the postseason. I can't think of a marquee singular moment where you go, oh, wow, that. But I would go J.J. Watt with the pick six at the line of scrimmage against the Bengals. And then in the next uh, one involving the Texans, marquee moments, it was that same year, and it was a fellow by the name of T.J. Watt who marched them down the field in Cincinnati and throws a touchdown pass, I think with less than a minute to go, throws the touchdown pass to Kevin Walter, touchdown Texans, they secure their first playoff spot. I remember the people going nuts at what was at the time called the Houston Texan Grill. I don't even know if the building still exists anymore, but the place was going crazy. It was fun. It was next man up, and we had a good time. Those are the ones that stand out the most to me. I mean, I guess you could look at some of the plays Watson made, but you know what's interesting is, and maybe I'm wrong here, but the only time I truly felt the Texans captivated the city was in eleven. 12 people were hyped up and it was good, but 11 was the newness of it and the getting into the playoffs for the first time and clinching that first playoff spot and Watt gets the pick six. That kind of captivated them. 12 was also good. 13, there was a lot of hype going into the year, but there were a lot of years they made the playoffs and people just kind of were like, nah, we don't really like the coach. Like I'm trying to think of marquee moments from the Deshaun Watson era of going to the playoffs. I can't really think of a marquee play in any of those games. I can remember him, you know, when they're getting their asses kicked in the playoffs, doing a stupid little smell your hand first down thing. I remember that. Or, of course, there's also the playoff game against Kansas City, which predates Watson, which was the play where they gave the ball to Watt at the goal line and he, and he either fumbled or threw a pick and they lost like 30 to nothing. There's that. But as far as positive, marquee, famous football plays involving Houston football teams in big games, Watt pick six. And I would then look at the touchdown pass from TJ, uh, uh, TJ, what's his fuck? How am I drawing a damn, what's his name? Uh, and uh, the touchdown to uh, 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 Kevin Walter. Those would be the two plays that stand out most to me uh, in that. Basketball-wise, there's a bunch more of them, whether it's Samson, whether it's the, uh, you know, the, the kiss of death. I mean, there's a bunch of those plays, man. Like basketball, Kiss of Death is probably Mount Rushmore material, probably. Hakeem Block is Mount Rushmore material. Uh, Ralph is there. Then you look at baseball. And before this era of Astros baseball, you would say, hey, Chris Burke, right? The Chris Burke, Billy Hatcher would be in there. But that play that we saw last night, the two plays, like people now because of how impressive and because of the fact it was the ninth inning, you know, Chaz's play gets more of the attention. But Mancini's play was not an easy play. If that ball skips, if it hits the base, if it gets under his glove, if it hops up, takes a bad hop off of his wrist, a run scoring and maybe two. So Mancini was gigantic. But to me, the Chaz play will go down 
as one of the four or five greatest plays? It, given the, yeah, I think the and again there have been impressive plays. Lance Berkman running up the hill at at, at Minute Maid and making the over the shoulder catch on the hill back when the hill was out there and it was like four thirty to center. That was fucking unreal. But it wasn't in a playoff game and it didn't save the season. It was just a regular season play and I think those are different. You view those differently. But I would say then that as far as Chaz goes, you had to do a Mount Rushmore of big plays in marquee moments in Houston sports history. I would go, Kiss of Death would be on there. Hakeem's Block would be on there. And again, it's not winning. I'm not, you know, you know what? You know what I've, I left out? There were a lot of marquee moments in that game five in 2017. Bregman obviously got the walk-off, so he'd get the one that gets the most attention. But Yuli had huge hits in that one. Altuve had huge hits. Well, actually, no, what am I talking about? What am I talking about? Altuve against the Yankees, the walk-off. Of course. That's got to be up there, too. So if you truly can only pick four spots, it's gotten a little bit more interesting thinking about Bregman, thinking about uh, – Bregman I wouldn't put up there. It's just a base hit. I mean, he he made it happen, but it wasn't like an extraordinary base hit. It was a base hit. Altuve walks off a series with a home run. So Altuve is on there. All right, Mount Rushmore, Altuve, check. He's on. Kiss of death, on. Hakeem Block, on. So if this is a true-to-form Mount Rushmore and there's only four spots, does Chaz go on the Mount Rushmore? Holy shit, I don't know. Does he go on that Mount Rushmore? Is he? The, is it a top four play in the history of – again, and it's hard because there were so many great plays that were not in big moments, but the big moment has to be taken into account. You know, there have been – like, there were so many big Beltron plays that were made when he was here for that short period of time, but some were in the regular season. That's not as big. He had huge plays, obviously. That, or the, there was the uh, Jeff Kent walk-off against the Cardinals. What was that, game five, game four? It was game four. The Jeff Kent walk-off in 05. That's another huge one. So the question is, does Chaz's play become one of the top four plays in Houston sports history and Houston sports lore? Given the context of the moment, given the magnitude of the game, given that it's game five of the World Series, given that if he doesn't make that play, uh, uh, they're set up to score a run, given the fact that it was not a routine play, that was far from routine, especially with a weird fence with like 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 a fucking chicken wire on it. It's like we're in a fucking cockfight. We're the we're the Blues Brothers playing at the at the bar. We're the good old Blues Brothers band of throwing bottles at us. I mean, I think that's got to be up there. It's kind of hard to keep it out. Unreal. And then just think, though, I mean, because the Texans don't have the same cachet in town as the Astros and Rockets do based on longevity and the way people view the franchises, you know, that Watt play was gigantic. It is arguably the most famous play in the history of the franchise. So, boy, that's something you guys can talk about. All right, let's see if I can get some more out today. I got Again, it's Friday. Got a lot going on. I'll see if Jilly wants to chat in a little bit, but appreciate you guys. You're awesome.